Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Melchizedek tells Abraham, possessor of heaven and earth. He tells him, he says, well, God is the possessor of heaven and earth. God did this. He said, I've lifted up my hand to him. King of Sodom started opening his mouth and immediately Abraham just said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, king of Sodom, which is a type of the king of this world. He says, wait a minute, you didn't, you didn't do this. Keep reading. He says, that I will not even take a thread, even a shoe latchet. That I will not even take anything that's thine, lest thou shalt just say, you have made Abraham rich. You see that? So guess what he did with all that stuff? He, he didn't keep it, he gave it away. He said, I'm not taking anything that belongs to you. You say it belongs to you, that's yours, you have it. That belongs to you. Think about that. Now just, just think about this for a moment here. Abraham, he says, I'm not taking anything from you because you say you made me rich. No, he says, I have, I'm, I'm in a covenant with God. I have a covenant with the, with, the, with the God of all creation. He says, I'm in covenant with him. I'm in league with him. And he's the one that calls me to win this battle. He's the one that's prospered my life. He's the one that's doing this work in me. I've had people tell me, and I've heard this, you probably heard it too, well, I work for that money, that money is mine. Mm -hmm. Well, even, even Jesus said, whose inscription's on it? Is your picture on that money? Anybody got some money? There's pictures on that money. Is your picture on that money? Does it say what, what, who, what, it even has a name and a code of whose it belongs to on it. That's why Jesus said, because he knew he was trying to trap, that those people were trying to trap him. He said, no, you render to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And you render to God what belongs to God. There are some things that belong to God and some things that belong to Caesar. Are you hearing me? When it comes to things that you say is yours, I tell you what, I have to, I have to be honest with you, it's funny. You know, we want, we'll pay our taxes because we don't want the tax man coming to get us. Is that right? But for some reason, we treat God lesser than the tax man. Because actually, we're, we, we think that we can control these, these, this thing. We're saying, we don't really need your blessing, God. We can do this all on our own. Oh, man, all right, well, praise the Lord. We'll honor the things of this world more than we honor God. Well, I don't believe that. I, well, I'm, I understand. I know how you're feeling. It doesn't make it right. When it comes to living on the level of the Word. I've heard people say, well, you know, uh, there's no tithing talked about in the New Testament. I'm giving you chapter upon chapter. It's talking about the tithe. It's not talking about getting rid of the tithe. It's talking about the change of the priesthood. Are you hearing me? God didn't just come to give you a better life right now. So you can have, you know, the jet ski and the big house and the trips to Italy and all that kind of fun stuff. Don't get me wrong, have all that stuff and it's right understanding. There's a lot bigger picture than you're not seeing. Does God want to bless you and you have a, all that? Yeah, sure. We see that with Abraham. But Abraham understood all of this and what this was really about as well. Jesus is another, this is the kingdom, guys. The church is, has a governance. That's why the Bible says of Jesus, of talking about him being born, 
it says that the government will be upon his shoulders. And he's not talking about the government of this world. He's talking about the government of God, which is the kingdom of God. That's why he's the head of the church. He is our high priest today. And Abraham was talking about this. Or Paul was talking about this understanding. And he said, for many people, he said, they're still dull of hearing and they can't even be, can't even, and, and you're, you're going to find today, Hebrews chapter 7, look at this real quick, look in verse 6. Hebrews 7, verse 6, is this okay, just for a moment? Because I, I think we need to understand the principles and the laws and the faith that govern our blessing and uh, our covenant and our, uh, we're not talking about being born again. We're born again, but we're born again into another kingdom. Do we, do we um, pay our taxes? Sure, you pay your taxes. Render to Caesar what's Caesar's. Render to God's what's God's. God even says, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 6. You can put that up there when you find it. The Bible says... And I could teach on this, and I'm, I'm, I guess I am teaching on this, aren't I? But I am teaching. I could go a lot further. Keep going. He's up here because it's supposed to be short, you know. Go on, give Jake a big hand, man. He's, glory to God. Thank you, brother. But understand that the Bible says that the tithe is holy and it belongs to the Lord. That the tithe, that means the tenth. Because what are we doing? We're honoring God with our substance. So by faith, Abraham, by faith, Abraham tithed unto the high priest Melchizedek, who brought him the bread and the wine, type of the covenant of God, and the, and which, is, which is the type of the blood and the, and the communion together that we have with the high priest, because he's having a moment with Melchizedek. Jesus is after the forever. Did you even know that in the book of Revelation, listen, this don't happen. You know, it's funny. We think, well, tithe is only going to happen when we're here on earth in this time right now. Did you know Isaiah prophesied, Revelation confirms, and it works all the way through, that even the time of the heaven and the new earth and the time of the millennium, that the gates of the city is going to be open when the king, when Jesus, the high priest, Melchizedek, is going to be sitting on the throne in Jerusalem for a thousand years, that those cities will not, that those gates will not be closed, and that the kings of the earth will bring be bringing the tithe of the increase of the wealth of the to honor God why because you didn't do it God's blessing and increase on your life he gave you the breath in the body you know your alarm clock don't wake you up do you know that I know you set your alarm every morning wake you up do you know if God God's the one woke you up he gave you the breath for today to live for today Oh, praise ye the Lord. Isn't that good news? So we serve God every day in all that we do. So the Bible even says that the tithe is holy unto God and it belongs to God, which is the tenth. Even Abraham's sons tithed. Where did they hear that? Where did they learn that from? Here it says in Hebrews, but he whose descendant is not counted from them who received tithes of Abraham, but blessed him that had the promises. Verse 7. Now, just wait, 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 wait. Go back. Sorry. I want you to see this. But he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham. So you're seeing that the tithes 
wasn't coming from those of Abraham's descendants who he's talking about of Israel wasn't under the law. Are you seeing that? It wasn't under the law. The law wasn't even instituted. It wasn't, even, it wasn't there. Tabernacle wasn't even in there. But the high priest is, is existing. And here we see Abraham giving tithes, not of those people that are under the law. So Paul is making sure everybody knows tithing isn't about the law thing. It's about an honor thing. Is this something that we do? Yes, because God said before the law. The law confirmed some things, which was already, because they knew it was right. Verse 7 says, and without contradiction. I love that. Verse 7 says, without all contradiction. So what contradiction do we have? It says, without all contradiction, the blessed, the less is blessed of the better. Who is the better? Who's the less? We're the less. Jesus is the better. Without contradiction, he's speaking of paying tithes unto the high priest, which is after the order of Melchizedek, in the New Testament, which is Jesus. How many of you argue right now that Jesus is not the high priest? Raise your hand. How many believe in this church right now that Jesus is the high priest? Raise your hand. Well, then look at the scripture. And it tells us, because this isn't about law. This is about relationship. We say, well, it's about relationship. But what we're living on is a relationship that, belong, that we like, that we want to have. Not a relationship that God says, here's how you have a relationship with me. I'm a living God. Without all contradiction, the less, speaking of us, is blessed to the better. Speaking of Melchizedek, verse 8, here men that die receive tithes, but there he receives them of whom it is witness that he lives. He's speaking of Jesus. And where is there? Heaven. Does God need your money in heaven? No, he doesn't need your money. He needs your heart. He needs your honor. He needs my honor. He needs our honor as the body of Christ in whom we serve. Isn't mm. Here men that die receive tithes, but there he receives them. Oh, God doesn't, God doesn't need no money in heaven. Well, my, my, he's not telling me. Are you, are you listening? Of whom it is witness. Why? Because we're, God says, you love me. You love my work. You love my kingdom. You love my church. And your heart is connected. And that's why Jesus talked about don't be anxious for nothing. But everything through prayer and supplication. Don't be worried about what you're going to put on. Don't be worried about that. Don't be worried about this and all of these kind of things. And what did he say? He said, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be also. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Now, are we living that way always? Not always. You know, I could teach on this. I can show you the scripture of the word of God. There's going to be some people who go, you know what? I'm going to make a change. I'm going to follow God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the things that the Bible teaches. Or, you know what, there's some people you can teach on it all day long and they're not going to do it anyhow. So it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with, brother, because, listen, it's not about pleasing us. It's about pleasing him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we're talking about the faith of Abraham. And we're supposed to live after that kind of faith. Here it goes. Verse 9. 
And as, and as I may so say, even Levi also, who received tithes, paid tithes in Abraham. For he was yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. Oh, I'm telling you, that's something. We talk about generational curses. How many times people talk about a generational blessing according to those who walk with God and serve God? Remember Abraham, he said, wait a minute, you're part of my family. Satan, you don't have, you can't touch my family. I'm coming after you with my 318 untrained military people. But I'm going to, you know, I got my baker, my, are you with me? Those shears over there, shearing, we're going, we're going, we're coming after you. Why? Because there's somebody with us that you don't see. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank God. You know, today, there's more to this understanding I can teach on, but I'm not. I believe we need to have an understanding. I believe we need to live on the level of the Word of God and a level of honor towards God in our life. Oh, I, you know, I feel like my relationship with me and God's all right with like that. All right, I understand. I, I, I get what you're saying doesn't make it right you might say well, it doesn't make it wrong well are we going to live on the level of the word or are we going to live how we want to live and we're going to pick and choose what we will obey and what we won't obey now is this too heavy for you I hope not because I hope we're going we're going to get the wax out of the dullness we're going to sharpen by the word of God iron sharpens iron and the teaching of the Word of God is so important because there's a lack of, because there's a pleasing of the people more than there's a pleasing, a desire for people to please God. But many places, but many areas today. Because I want, personally as a pastor, I want you to draw, I want, I want us walking in the blessing and the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God without the perverseness that happens within the lives of a lot of people following their own will their own way instead of the ways and the will of God as Jesus is our example as we have Abraham as the father of our faith as our example by faith if we're to follow as Abraham did concerning faith why would we not tithe by faith into the kingdom of God into the work of God that God is doing as he's instructed us we want access to God to ask him to bless honor us with grace but we do not honor God ourselves with the substance the first fruit and the substance of our increase as the Bible teaches us to do so he says you honor me the Bible also promises that you honor me I honor you Malachi says, verse 8, says, you robbed me. Now, this, uh, this is important to nobody. Are you hearing me? I'm just teaching the word of God. If you, if, if, if I feel, if I, if you feel like I'm stepping on a toe, well, then, you know, uh, there's a reason for that, and it ain't me. You got, a, you got a money problem. You got an honor problem. You want God to honor you. But you won't honor God. Can I just talk truth? Is this all right? Everybody still okay? You all right out there? Praise the Lord. God loves us all, but he also wants us to draw into places close to him. And the Bible teaches us that this honor is something that God desires to do upon our life. We call it the blessing. 
And we talk about Abraham. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 26, he said, there's two kinds of believers. One is a foolish man and one is a wise man. He's not talking about a worldly man. He's talking about a, a, a believer. The first man builds his house upon sand. That's the one who hears but doesn't do it. The second, wise, the, the second man is the wise man who hears it and does it. And Jesus likened him to a man who builds his house on a solid rock. Where are we today? Where are you today? Why don't we pray? Why don't we make a commitment unto God to honor him because he's honoring you. He's blessing you. He's increasing you. He is watching over you. He's rebuking the devourer for your sake. Are you hearing me? All of that's connected to the tithe. God said, will every man rob me? He said, where have we robbed you? What belongs to you? Why do you say you need that? That's what they were saying to him. He said, you robbed me in tithes and offerings. There's some things that are God. The tithe is God. Offerings are God. And we're doing that because he knows we have need of it. But he also, he carries the blessing that comes. He says, if you do this, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you cannot even contain. Woo! He says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Glory to God. Isn't that good news? Isn't that good news? I know what it's like to write a tie check. I know what it's like to, to sow the, the art. You know, sometimes it's like, bless the Lord. But when you have faith in what God has said and you've seen the blessing, it becomes, you start, you start looking to, to sow. You start looking to even make, see, I mean, you, you're like, man, glory to God. Because you're experiencing that. If not, you're still trying to live on the level of what you can do and how you can deal with everything. That's why people are very, you know, they're, they're holding back. Oh, my goodness. But when you've experienced and you begin to walk in the blessing of God and the light of it, and there'll be times you're like, whoo, man, okay. Praise the Lord. God, I, you know, I remember sowing all that we had before we moved here. That was dumb. In the light of man, how are you going to live? How are you going to make it? What are you going to do? I had people asking me that question. I had people when I got here, how are you going to survive? How are you going to live? How are you gonna... I've got seed in the ground. <laughs> huh? He rebuked the devourer, but because I obeyed God. It wasn't just a whim that I did. It was something that I obeyed the Holy Spirit in. In, in, in offering and honoring and sowing, I could go on and on and on about it. I've watched time and time and time and time again when my business was, when somebody made a mistake in my business. I didn't make the mistake, but somebody, an employee made a mistake. I got sued. Anybody ever been sued? I don't know if you ever been sued. I got sued. Oh, my God. By the number one insurance company in the United States of America. They say it's in the world on Wall Street. They had the highest investments. Very, very wealthy corporation. Every lawyer I talked to said they couldn't take my case because they worked for them. Said, man, I'd love to support you. I'd love to help you, but I can't. I mean, I'm like, man, does anybody, do you know anybody who doesn't work for me? He goes, honestly, I, I don't know. They can make a lot of money with those people. And out of the blue, a man, I, I, God just turned that thing around. He rebuked the devourer for my sake. I know it's like they're saying, we're going to take your house, take your business, take your money, take everything you got. 
My insurance won't cover everything that they had. Are you with me right now? And watch that thing turn around. I didn't even have to go to court. I didn't show up. I, I, I I'm telling you, man, I, I, I'm standing in the back. I'm, I'm asking God. I've got like two weeks before my court date. I don't even have a lawyer. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm toast in the natural. But in the spirit, man, I'm fighting in the spirit. I'm praying unto God. I'm asking God. I'm saying, God, glory to God. I'm standing in faith. My flesh is crawling. Huh? But my spirit's going, oh, glory to God. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. God, I know I obeyed you. Put my hands on. I got seed in the ground. You're going to rebuke the devourer for my sake. In the spirit, in my prayer time. My flat, but my mind would always, yeah, but, you know, you got to, oh, man. Casting down imagination, every high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Doing everything you know to do. Glory to God. Go to church. Don't know this man. Man comes in the back. He's with the pastor back there. And I'm, doing, I'm back there too. And we're having right before the service starts. And then I walk out and man walked up to me. And, and I'm standing there and I heard them talking about something. I figured this guy was a legal guy. I, knew, I, I, I didn't know him though. And, and I said, hey, uh, do you know a lawyer? I mean, I'm desperate. In the natural, I'm desperate. In the spirit, I'm just going, God, there's a way. I don't know it. I haven't seen it yet, but it's coming. Glory to God. I don't know how you're going to do it. It's going to happen. Do you know a lawyer? He goes, oh, you know what's going on? I said, well, oh, man, you know, I've got to tell the case. And I'm going, oh, no, I don't want to do that, you know. He's a friend of him. And, oh, well, here we go. Well, here we go. Here's what happened. He goes, oh, here's what I actually, uh, I'm a lawyer, but uh, yeah, I might know somebody. Uh, can, I, can I have your file? Can I see what you got? I'm like, Reluctantly, I'm going, what is he going to do with it? He's not even that kind of lawyer, I'm thinking. I don't have a clue what he's going to do. Is this all right? Can I just talk to you for a minute? Rebuke the devourer for your sake? And I'm standing there going, sure. I actually have it in my car. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Several folders. And I said, uh, <clears throat> well, um, I, I, I've got court date coming up. I'm going to need a pack. He said, well, I understand. I'll get back to you. I said, really, man, I, I, you know, do you have a phone number? Uh, you know, are you with I'm seriously. And the man, I give it to him after the service. I went out to my car, got up the stuff, gave it to him at the service. And he, I, I, a week goes by. I call that number. Oh, he's not in the office right now. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to go to court and not even a file, not even, not, not nothing. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. You make a way where there seems to be no way. Father, I thank you, Lord God. God, I'm standing in your promise, still tithing, still offering. Keep sowing, keep doing, keep walking it out. Keep declaring the blessing. Keep declaring you shall rebuke the devourer for my sake. Glory to God, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every voice that rises up against me. Is condemned. It is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Isn't that good news? I said, isn't that good news? Oftentimes we're just trying to stand, oh God, but we have nothing in the spirit, no laws working in the spirit, but we're trying to oh, but God's obligated. He's not obligated to do your will. He's bound by his word. And he will not repent. He will not change. Oh, bless the Lord. 
contacted the man. Finally, he contacted, kept calling the officer. I let him know. I'm sending him a message. I'll text him a message. I'll send him an email. And oh, there it is. End of the week, next week, Monday, I got to go to court. I get a call on Friday. Oh, hey, brother, just want to say hi. How's things going? I said, man, where you been? I need my stuff. Where's your office? Three and a half hours away. He said, yeah. I said, oh, praise the Lord. It probably wasn't, you know, I, I didn't really quite talk that strong. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of in the moment here. Oh, you're three and a half hours away? Oh, okay. Can I have the directions for that? He said, oh, I got good news. I said, well, he said, don't worry about it. I said, what do you mean, don't worry about it? I'm not worried, but what do you mean? What do you mean? He said, he said it's all taken care of. How did that happen? He said, I'm just telling you, it's just all taken care of. I said, wait a minute. What do you mean it's all taken care of? I haven't even had my court date yet. He said, it's all taken care of. Now I'm going, can I trust what he's saying? Is this, you know, are you, are you, anybody, huh? That'd be the natural thing. You don't know the guy. <laughs> you, know what I'm you mean it's all taken care of? I said, how is it all taken care of? He didn't begin to tell me what happened, how he did it. He just found a loophole here and there and said, no, I'd moved it here. And they said, okay. And then they just dismissed it. I said, oh, well. You ever been there before? Come on, you're a man of faith. And come on, woman of power and all that. And all of a sudden, nothing. really? <laughs> you know? Huh? And I said, well, thank you. What do I owe you? Oh, nothing. Just see it as a favor of God. I said, I receive it. Glory to God. <laughs> Hung up the phone. Are you hearing me? I rebuke the devourer for your sake. I'll even make your enemies to be at peace with you. Oh, glory to God. Woo! I tell you, the laws of God in the spirit, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. Isn't that good news? The curse Mm. No, no. We're blessed. I said you're blessed. Glory to God. We're blessed of the better. I said we're blessed of the better. Aren't you glad of that? I said, aren't you glad of that? Woo! I tell you, we need to know this. We got a lot of people walking around today in the body of Christ. They're Living what we can do, what we have, ups and downs. And I'm telling you, it's, it's better to walk with God and to serve the Lord and to follow his, his laws and His ways in the Spirit. Glory to God. I've seen it time and time again. God's goodness. God's goodness. You know, the blessing has favor, has increase. Again, rebukes the devourer. There's a lot of things you've missed in life when you should have died and you didn't. Are you hearing me? I know what that's like. I remember pulling somebody out of a car window one time and the car go completely over. I'm watching. I'm looking at the muffler of this car. I still today cannot tell you how we survived. But God. But God. 
I'm telling you, I, I mean, there's times, how many of you know times in your life where you're like, man, God, I, how did, why? you might not have been walking perfect and all that. You understand what I'm talking about? But he's rebuking the devourer for your sake. Huh? You understand what I'm saying? You might have times that you falter or fail or whatever, but, but God is in the midst of it. Huh? There's times in your life. Over your family, over your children. Mm. Woo! There is a blessing. I said, there is a blessing. Today, there's a lot of people trying to bind curses, break curses, do curses. I'm just going to walk in the level of the Word of God and just receive the blessing. How about you? Because what God has blessed, no man can curse. Do you know that? I could go there. We'll teach more on that. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.